Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's better than this? Guys, being dudes here on the Draft Dudes podcast. It's Joe Marino, Kyle Krabs, and Chris Schubert from the Draft Network. And we are your hosts here on this Thursday episode of the show. Good Thursday night football game tonight. Chiefs, Chargers. If you want to get some action in on that, check out Bet Online, the number one spot for all your sports action this season. They've got college football, NFL, NBA, college hoops, NHL, boxing, Vegas casino games, UFC, everything. You can bet on it over at Bet Online. And they've got a newly updated website that you need to check out. They got great props, odds, and lines. And if you sign up today, they'll give you a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use our promo code BLEAVE50. That's B L E A V 50. Bet online is where the game starts. Kyle, happy Thursday to you. Happy Thursday to you as well. I trust all is well in the Marino household. And we are going to knock out another great episode of Draft Dudes here and now. All is well, sir. All is well. Still working on my allergies, but other than that. Well, you know, that's that's going to be a lifelong work in progress, so I hate to, hate to be the bearer of bad news, but. I'm guessing over the span of a week going from Charlotte, which was pretty mild, to warm Atlanta, back to Charlotte, to chilly Delaware, Philadelphia, back to Charlotte's probably not good for the allergies. And so like the dry mouth and dry throat is just not great. Not great. And but. you're traveling again this week, Joe. Yep. So you're just Buffalo, you're just, Buffalo yeah, tomorrow. You're just gonna make it worse. Um, so yeah. guys, for the third straight day, we're gonna talk up we're gonna talk about the Jacksonville Jaguars and Urban Meyer on the show. Can I read you guys a tweet that I think is uh, extremely funny to start the yeah. conversation here today? Any NFL team that doesn't break the bank for Urban Meyer, if he seriously considers the move, is nuts. Oh, no. He has very few equals. That is a tweet from the king of talk radio in New York, Mike Francesa. From December 27th, 2020. Now, this is not a full old takes exposed because that last sentence turned out to be extremely accurate. He, Urban Meyer did have very few equals when it comes to being a complete dumpster fire as an NFL head coach. So that part of the sentence, 1,000% correct. Well, um, Francesca also recently left uh, Don Shula off the Mount Rushmore of NFL coaches for an argument that was centered around three of the four were assistant head coaches in New York, but didn't actually coach the giants trying to make it an argument for how big of a dumpster fire um, uh, the giants organization is. So I am more, a comedy of errors with his sound bites, man, more than happy to dunk on him. Any opportunity that we have. Chris, I bet that you feel some type of way because I know that you have a passion for sports radio and I'm sure you, grew up listening to him and being annoyed with him like so not a fan they have never been a fan i am a little bit too young to have grown up with mike and the mad dog i was more of a mike and mike guy um that was my sports radio listening habits growing up as a kid but yeah any any chance you can dunk on francesa please by all means i'll i'll throw the oop to you i'll throw it up there for you you, so you already did is- <laughs> The good news is today is not the Levy Grail, so we don't have to say nice things about the Jaguars. That was yesterday, and here we are. This team is, you know, they didn't make it 
through the season with, with Urban Meyer. And it started like immediately after he was hired with the ridiculous hire of the strength and conditioning coach. And then it was just thing after thing after thing. It, you know, like you hate that there's real human beings involved in what's happened in Jacksonville, but Jacksonville, but it's, it was kind of just fun, I guess a little bit to, to just see all this unravel, right. And see the chaos that unfolded there. And, um, obviously I hate the implications and what happened there, but my goodness, like it just felt like every day we heard something else that was absolutely ridiculous coming out of that building. And it's all because of Urban Meyer. I'm, I am so pleasantly surprised that Jacksonville made this decision. Now I know it was, it was Peter King. I think it was that, that said, what's the benefit to firing Urban Meyer today? Well, you know, you're no longer inviting how many other people to come out with yeah. their experiences with Urban in Jacksonville. Now, they may still come out, but at least you're not associated directly with it anymore because you can wipe your hands and say, we made the decision. It was clearly a mistake, clearly wasn't working out. We've since made the decision to move on. Well, and this year, th- there's like a a, a one-year-only type rule where you yes. can interview – coaching candidates over the last two season weeks of the regular season but and so I, go ahead only only if you fired your head coach or you make it public that you plan to relieve that head coach of their duty yeah. so when peter king says what's the rush the jags want to be the, the first team in the mix that's the rush they want to talk to eric bien they want to talk to all of these different coordinators they want to talk to byron leftwich i'm just throwing names out there that could make sense they want to be the first team that gets that opportunity the raiders are already at the top of the queue because they got rid of gruden he resigned but they already have a jump start on that the jags want to put their name in the mix so that's the other reason why you do this when you do this so the carousel starts spinning earlier than ever this year and we'll right. see if we like that um I think it's probably fair to talk about some of the candidates. I think you mentioned some good ones, Chris. Uh, Byron Leftwich, Jim Caldwell, Marvin Lewis, Leslie Frazier. Like, I think those are the types of names that make a lot of sense to bring up here, right? Like, you went through just a horrible situation with Urban Meyer. You know, you think about just the last few guys that were in charge there. Um, Tom Coughlin, Doug Marone kind of hardos, right? Like you kind of need just a, a really good guy to come in and bring this thing out of the dumps and stabilize the leadership of the organization. And I think, you know, maybe those names aren't very sexy, particularly Frazier, Caldwell, Lewis, but I think they're at that that point. It's not time to swing for a splashy hire. It's time to get a steady hand leading this organization. So who would you choose? Knowing what we know about the candidates, and obviously, like I, I think I would strongly advocate for hiring an established somebody who has an established resume as an NFL head coach, even if Jim they Caldwell. haven't had a lot of success. Marvin Lewis, Jim Caldwell, one of those two guys. What about Doug Peterson, yeah, I've seen that name a bunch. Yeah, I that's like another it. good one. I I don't even know why that name didn't even come to my mind when we were we were going through names right there, like slipped my mind but yes Doug EP working with Trevor Lawrence yeah yes yeah. please yeah that's good Jim Caldwell working with Trevor Lawrence yes please yeah Jim Caldwell had success in Detroit there's a reasonable chance he can he, he's the right kind of pro player coach uh but experienced obviously the the resume for Doug includes the fact that he won a Super Bowl with the Eagles uh, I think his 
West Coast offense RPO hybrid would probably accentuate a lot of the same things with Trevor that the Clemson offense did. Mm -hmm. I think those are two home run opportunities for a head coach with developing a quarterback in mind who are experienced NFL head coaches. I feel like we're on the same page here. Beautiful. Yeah. Love it. Anything else on Urban? I mean, <laughs> it's pretty cut and dry. Not a person in the world sitting here saying, wow, why'd they do that? Well, his <laughs> daughter is. I don't know if you saw her going oh, off on gosh, social. Gosh, no. No, I didn't see it. Yeah. She can go hang out with Jackson Mahomes then, I guess. Oh, no. Well, hold on. We're, we're going to get to Jackson Mahomes a little later in the show. Sorry, didn't mean to jump ahead there for you, Kyle. My bad. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. So, it's fine. All right. We're, we're going to transition here. We're good. We're good on Urban Wire. Yes, we're good. All right. The, the Jaguar said goodbye to Urban Meyer. You should say goodbye to dull gifts. Lightbox lab-grown diamonds are the brightest gift of the year. Using cutting-edge technology and innovative techniques, they've cracked the science of sparkle, creating the highest quality lab-grown diamonds you can find at a light price, only $800 per carat. They have the same chemical makeup of natural diamonds, but they're just grown in a lab. And because of their process, they can create stones in bluish pink and beautiful blue, as well as that classic white. Lightbox lab-grown diamonds are the gift they'll never want to take off, priced so they won't have to. They really do make any outfit sparkle. Visit lightboxjewelry.com to add sparkle to your holiday shopping. That's lightboxjewelry.com. Lightbox diamonds, never a dull moment. All right, so we're going to go back to the old school takes on takes here and, um, you know, throw some things at each other and have some fun here as we give our takes on some of the prominent takes that we've come across of late. You want I got one. one. Oh, okay. I got one. Okay. Comes from Brady Quinn. Heard of Regarding him. Urban Meyer. Oh, no. I feel like the media has had it out for Urban Meyer in the first place. They use the power of the pen basically like a vendetta just because their personal feelings are hurt instead of being professional about it. Mm, big disagree. Nobody's feelings are hurt. He sunk himself. He sunk himself with the, the, the Iowa strength coach, Tim Tebow, his actions, not getting on the plane, the situation with the, with the young woman in the bar. The, the things that he said that have come Kicking out like a player. Yeah, that's not, that's not anybody's <laughs> personal feelings. The, the media has done a great job of seeking the truth and reporting it, which is exactly what they're supposed to do. And yeah, I think sometimes the media does get crossed up in some things like this, but this is not an example of that at all. Urban did this to himself. There's a difference between being two and 11 and Dan Campbell. People clowned on Dan Campbell when he got hired, just like they clowned on Urban Meyer when he got hired. What's the energy around Dan Campbell? You know, Dan Campbell did the the introductory press conference and he talked about biting kneecaps and it's all we ever joked about is that he was a Neanderthal for two months and mm -hmm. uh, gnawing on bones and walking around with a club, really looking <laughs> to bop something over the head, right? And uh, just old school football guy, right? But then Detroit goes out and they actually win a game. And like people are genuinely happy for Dan Campbell and they're genuinely happy, including the media. And the energy around, they finally got their first win. And then you contrast that to Urban, who, as you said, has made endless number of, I guess we'll call them missteps, miscalculations, poor judgment, tone-deaf decision-making, 
uh, a God complex, whatever you want to describe the aggregate sum of his decisions. And it's not even close. This is not, oh, we don't like Urban. Go ahead, Chris. No, I was just going to add, like, you we're not even talking about the football stuff. The trying to make Travis Etienne a wide receiver instead of a running back during preseason. The not knowing the snap counts for a guy when, when you get asked about. Throwing your coach under the bus for the usage of a running back and benching good players. Like, all of the other stuff, which is very important stuff, and it is largely the reason why Urban Meyer got fired – there's also the – he wasn't a good football coach. Like, yeah. that's also part of it. Like, Dan Campbell, the one thing I don't question on a weekly basis is if the Lions are playing hard for their coach, it, using these two situations as an example. The Jags look lost. They look like a team that's given up. I don't, I don't think that at all about the Lions on a weekly basis. So there's just there were two, there were two buckets. There's the, there's the off-the-field missteps of Urban Meyer – and I think the 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 Lambo story and the the bar story from earlier in the season are the two big ones. And then I think you also have the football implications of dude just wasn't a good NFL coach. Couldn't do it. Couldn't get it done. And that those are the two buckets. Whereas I don't think that's the either of those are questions about Dan Campbell. Ready for the next one? Yes. All right, Kyle. This one comes from a Twitter handle at Tony Totals in response to. Me and Julian Council, Julian Council, the uh, the host of the Lockdown Panthers podcast, and him and I did our crossover discussion regarding the Bills and Panthers this weekend. This is what Tony says. He says, "Start Sam Darnold when he's healthy." And of course, we know about this quarterback situation in Carolina. Uh, Darnold activated from IR, designated to return. They're platooning Cam Newton and PJ Walker. Kyle, should the Panthers start? Sam Darnold when he's healthy. Yes. Yes, you you paid a two, a four, and a six and significant money for Sam Darnold. Every data point that you can acquire matters for trying to either recoup your losses by enticing him to making him more enticing to somebody else or to potentially and I don't think it's going to work out this way, establish you know, a foundation that you feel comfortable with if you're Carolina in the future. But what what does playing Cam Newton at all, never mind the fact that it doesn't even make sense to be paying Cam Newton right now, what does playing Cam Newton accomplish? And then Matt Rule comes yeah. out and throws him under the bus about can't quarterback can't have multiple turnovers in, in consecutive games. So we're going to continue to platoon quarterbacks. We just don't know what we're doing. <laughs> we're we're scratching and clawing and searching for any semblance of a spark that we can find. Yep. So if you're going to do that, go ahead and put Sam back in because we see what Cam looks like. He can't complete routine pitch and catch. With you. So yes, I agree. With Start you. Sam. Um, okay. There was a bar that Jackson Mahomes reportedly, allegedly attended and, and was turned away because of spacing issues. He brought a very large group with him and, um, proceeded to put the bar in Kansas city on blast on social media for not being accommodating for him. And the bar decided to say what we've all been thinking out loud and I'm going to, there's a part in here that is going to be the take, but 
Uh, I'm going to read the whole statement addressing Jackson Mahomes. Of course, the younger brother, TikTok, I'm going to use air quotes here, star of Patrick Mahomes. Dear Jackson Mahomes, we are sorry we set boundaries that you tried to ignore. Oftentimes, people with unearned status and a sense of entitlement think they are above the rules and will lash out at the employees enforcing them. We are sorry we could not seat your very large group. As you probably saw, our bar is very small. We are sorry that you have the reach that you do, (laughs) or at least that you think that you do, and that instead of using it for something positive, you decided to use it and try to crush a small business. We survived the global pandemic. We will survive your ego. We are sorry you didn't reach out to us first before taking to social media, but then again, that is the expectation we would have had from a mature and rational person, not someone who pours water on fans and dances on the memorials of tragically lost people for TikTok clout. We have not been fortunate enough to be born into a much more talented and much more famous family, but we would like to think that if we had that much luck, we would use our influence in more responsible ways. We hope our apology finds you well. The take here is we survived a global pandemic. We'll survive your ego. Joe, your thoughts. Yeah, it's a, this is going to be a great move for this company, right? Can Hold but, on, hold on. Yeah. I, this is a deserved round of applause. This is a great response. This is unbelievable. Absolutely I want to buy ownership in this, in this, this bar. I want to be a minority owner of the bar. Like that's how much I like the take. So Kyle, you brought up a good point in the uh, behind the scenes channel. The draft is going to be in Kansas City in what 2023? Yes. We got to find where this bar is. We're going. We're going. <laughs> we're, 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 we're going. Getting, let's make a reservation now, boys, because you know, right? Seat. You know, we we want to be limited seating. The seating. Lim- yeah, yes. limited seating. Bar. We want to be respectful. Yes. What a Amazing. jerk. He's such a jerk. Like No, they, they said it perfectly. They said it absolutely perfectly. What do we anticipate his response to this is going to be? Just acting like it never happened and moving on? Going yes. to the next game, dancing on that's the what, next field? and That's correct. what he should do. That's what he should do. He should just move on. Take the L and move on. Because you're not winning this one. Not happening. What a what a strange strange situation. Okay, can I read you one of the tweet replies to this? Yeah. Yes. I think the bar owner is overstepping a bit. Two wrongs don't make a right. Sir, get off the internet. You're, you're banned <laughs> from the internet. What a, what an awful response to that take. Just get out. Correct. What put it in much. writing too. Yeah. Typed it the, and hit send. Put it on the internet. Said this is this is something I think is 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 good. Thirty two replies to this guy's tweet. <laughs> sure they're all safe for me to read here on the on the show uh sorry continue joseph all right kyle i got one for you this one comes courtesy of joe marino um very good as i as as he um deals with the fantasy playoffs this week he he would like to know if you agree that justin fields on monday night football against the minnesota vikings is a better quarterback play than davis mills at jacksonville Say it again one more time. I'm just doing the math my, in my head. My options are Justin Fields, Monday Night Football at home against Minnesota. That's the better quarterback play than Davis Mills at Jacksonville. Yes. I agree. 
that just the the variance that's going to exist with Davis Mills is not something I would be interested in taking part in. He's going to have a nice game like he just did, and then he's going to go twenty of forty five for two hundred yards and three picks. Like, I'm not I'm not playing that game. No thanks. I'll give you insight from our friend Jamie Eisner on the TD and Fantasy Podcast. His quarterback rankings for this week: Justin Fields QB twenty one. Davis Mills QB 26. So you could basically oh. just flip a coin and do whatever you want. You got to go with the better player, right? Like the, the better upside plays got to be fields, right? I, I tend to agree. Yes. That that's the, that is the right approach. Playing Davis Mills in a fantasy playoff matchup just feels like a bad <laughs> well, idea. Two quarterback league. I have Tannehill going and normally Baker Mayfield's my other quarterback. And so, you know, he's on the COVID list, like a lot of players. So, Fields and I thought about Fields over Mayfield to begin with. To be honest with you, what just happened is did is <laughs> no Kyle no, was just going to be I'm like just, so is Jalen Waddle. Well, yeah, so is Jalen oh. Waddle, and, and he's on my fantasy squad. So I have Lamar Jackson, who is oh. probably not going to play, and Jalen Waddle uh, on COVID for my fantasy playoff matchup. Not that anybody cares about your fantasy team, I know, but uh, we're all in this together, guys. So right, especially because it's different leagues, we can all root for each other. Right. Right. Oh, the guy I'm playing has Jalen Waddle this week. Oh. Chris, shut wow. your mouth. Wow. Shut your mouth. Uh, I got one from Doug Gottlieb. Okay. Oh, no. We we, we, we started with uh, Hot Take Radio. We're going to close with Hot Take Radio. What do you got? Right. Yeah, this Twitter celebrating a kid making a, quote, obvious mistake is hilarious. In, reference, th- in reference to Deion Sanders flipping one of the top recruits in the country. And uh, is it Travis Hunter? Travis Travis Hunter? Hunter. Yeah, flipping Travis Hunter from FSU to uh, Jackson State. Twitter celebrating a kid making a, quote, obvious mistake is hilarious. So I have some follow-up questions. Sorry, Joe. I just want to get to the bottom of this. What What is he saying Twitter is celebrating? Because I saw a very big time Twitter spaces yesterday that was all about firing Mike Norvell because that th- this kid flipped from FSU to Jackson State. There was no celebrating going on in there, I'll tell you that much. Well, our, I I started with kind of the summation of his thoughts, uh, but the more detailed he gets, the, the worse the take is. HBCU football doesn't have close to the same support athletically, academically, medically, and they play an inferior schedule with inferior teammates. In addition of football ends, any personal would prefer to be a Georgia, Florida State, or Texas A&M alumni for help in the workforce. I think that's a tone-deaf response to what happened. Correct. But in the spirit of takes on takes, such a bad take required our amplification and acknowledgement for how bad of a take that it was. Amen. Any other thoughts? I, I got Any something in my back pocket, but we'll keep it. We'll keep it. You sure? It's not time got, sensitive. It's we've got time though. You can sneak it in. You here, want bro. it? You want right it on the hit. buzzer? Right on the yeah, buzzer. I was yep. so I was just going to bring up Grayson McCall in, in you know the speculation or not speculation. He's come out and said that there's a chance he's going to transfer. And he's the quarterback for Coastal Carolina. And Kyle, I know you've done some work on him. And I sort of get the the vibe that 
he's most valuable to Coastal Carolina. He's not necessarily this type of player that's going to transcend scheme and level up and that's, you know, like excel at a higher level than he is at coastal. Yeah. So uh, not really a take, but I, I guess that is a take that's from me. And I wanted to see if you would affirm that. Uh, I think Grace McCall going anywhere else is going to be a worse player than he is at coastal because they play this very unique tailored offensive system, kind of spread option, <laughs> right. a lot of, untraditional looks and concepts. And I think if you were to ask Grayson McCall to drop back and read the field and try to spray the ball and, and have velocity to areas of the field in doing so, I think a lot of those open throws that are available to him because of the uniqueness of the system that he plays in are not there. And I, I don't think that translation looks very good. So Grayson, in my opinion, should probably stay put. From a football perspective. From a football perspective. Right. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, that's that's my thoughts on that. Very good. All done. Thanks, Joe. I'm glad you didn't leave that one in the chamber. Finish with a little Grayson McCall take here to finish us up. That is going to do it uh, for another episode of the Draft Dudes podcast. Kyle Krabs, Joe Marino, Chris Schubert. Thanks, as always, for listening. We hope you guys have a great rest of your Thursday. Enjoy the game tonight. We will talk with you guys again tomorrow. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.